where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y, also a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the boo.com of this podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Jordan, the flues.com of this podcast. And I'm Kevin, I'm also a host, and the e-digital corporation of this podcast. Ah. Like, guys, with, with names like that, how can you lose? Yeah, how could you possibly fail? Uh, just like this podcast. How, yeah. How could we too, possibly fail? Too with big a name to as fail. Great as, as Ninjas versus Podcast, because ninjas are still popular, right? Yeah. People are still ninjas, right? There's yeah, that this thing, bubble that is show, so strong, American, it will never burst. American uh, American Ninja Podcast Warrior, right? Now, Kevin, Kevin and Jordan can see this, but I am currently wearing a sweater a winter jacket uh two t-shirts pajama pants under my jeans and thick socks because it's cold here in pittsburgh like it is a high of 16 degrees today it is really cold and when you live in a house with no heat on the third floor it makes sleeping kind of hard Boy, it's almost like they didn't really think that one through. Like, hey, yeah, no. people on this third floor might want heat at some point. Nah, yeah. don't worry about that. No need. <laughs> it would be great if I had a, a space heater like like my floor mate, but instead I've just I've just moved all of my blankets to the couch downstairs yeah, that's, that's because it is so much warmer. That's the way you want to do it. Is is it frigid temperatures in your areas as well, or is the 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 Steel City just finally conducting all that uh, cold. It was it was teens in uh, southeast Pennsylvania, so I mean, it was cold. I only had to step out of my car and walk into my, you know, sit down at my cube. So that was the extent of my, you know, interfacing with the outside world. But uh, yeah, my, my, my room is currently a, a nice, toasty upper sixties. Uh, I I don't know. It's good. Do you just work in like an imagination station at work? Just a nice little cube. <laughs> yeah, it's the, nah. the learning cube. Um, it's cold here, and my windows uh, track is broken, so there's cold air pouring in. Uh, hey, Kevin. But I'm not a I'm not a baby about it, Tyler. Hey, Kevin, you remember when we had that problem in college? How we fixed it? No, I don't. Actually. You thought it was dumb, but I was like, this is totally gonna work. We bought we went to Walmart and bought some sticky tack. It just plugged up the holes on the windows of our uh, <laughs> I about that. senior year. Oh, that was senior genius. Dorm room. That it works. Totally, it totally worked. It did. Yeah, it actually did. Kevin uh, usually records this podcast shirtless, but he is he is also wearing like Yeah, I got a sweater. Tyler, is that that is like a multicolored? Is that what you were wearing when Jordan called you the colored man? No, no that was that was a plaid shirt. Oh, okay. Uh, this is my my jacket that is frequently mistaken for a third grader's sleeping bag, uh, but it keeps me nice and warm. Thanks, Gammy and Papa. So, as you probably gathered, this is Ninjas vs. Podcast, a podcast where once a week we take questions submitted by you, the listener. Would you rather and versus questions, and we hash them out here on the show. And without further discussion of the the biting temperatures outside, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from new friend of the show, Michelle Palo, who wants to know, would you rather be in a situation where you know you are stranded and going to be rescued, but you will have to eat your only companion who is stranded with you in order to make it to the time of rescue, or be cleanly cut off at the leg in an accident you are an amputee right at the hip go wait did did they say how long you were going to be stranded um time was not given all right uh, so let's say let's sufficient, say it's a longish time though sufficient, sufficient time sufficient enough time that you're like you would starve gotta, if you eat don't eat friend. your companion Boy. I, well you know what it all depends on who you're stranded with because if i'm stranded with al roker he is going to provide a ton of meat, and it's going to be so satisfying because you're going to finally not as much not as talking anymore. <laughs> uh, that's true. He has lost a little weight. But still, I think that would probably be the most satisfying person to eat because you're like, man, it's really quiet here now. This is pretty good. Oh, man. 
Uh, let's say let's say you're with your best friend, and you have to you have to watch the life leave their eyes, um, when they die. What's that that's, look like, Tyler? Yeah, that's real. That's real gritty. You just got right up in there. Um, I, I I picture every time we start our, our video chat, <laughs> one of these podcasts. Just, just my uh, two closest friends uh, as as the life drains from their eyes. Uh, um. Oh, she did say that the person dies of natural cause. Oh, Wait, you don't whoa, have to what? murder them. Oh, okay. I was about to say there's actually historical them. precedent for that first one. Um, it's a really cool story. I can't remember. Uh, I read it on Wikipedia, which is where I get all my cool information. <laughs> um, but it was this uh, group of four who were stuck on a raft uh, in the middle of the ocean because their ship went down. And they plotted to eat one of the people, three of them. And uh, one guy was against it, and the other two were for it. And they straight up murdered the guy and ate him. And they thought that because they were on the high seas... This happened back in like the late 1800s, I believe, or maybe early 1800s. It was not this century. They thought that because they were on the high seas... Uh, and it was necessary for their survival that it was cool. Totally cool. Totally cool that they ate that guy. No, when they got home, they got imprisoned for murder, so... They just go up to the guy's family like, hey, we good? Like, we're we're fine, right? Just so the listeners know, if uh, that situation, you're ever in that situation, murdering your friend and using them as a food source is not an acceptable defense in court well yeah that is that is a good um aspect to the question even if you make it back to civilization you're you're still gonna be a cannibal like you you can't imagine then today's information era that news of the guy who was in you know the frozen tundra and had to eat his fiance isn't gonna get to every corner of the globe to be fair, Jordan, the the scenario that you described was actually the plot of the Gilligan's Island movie. So I don't <laughs> oh, yeah, know if that that's was, that was really gritty. As, yeah, yeah, right. It was that, real. Right? It was real, real. I don't um, know what the smoke monster was doing there, but I mean, it was it looked cool. Um, yeah, you know, it's always it's always those survival situations where somebody eats a soccer team, but. Um, <laughs> Just one guy. It's one guy. Once you pop, you just can't stop. You know, it's like they're so athletic. Um, But the other scenario, like you're never gonna. Wait. Oh, okay. You you would never be able to play soccer again because you'd be an amputee, so you would never be eaten. So there you go. That's (laughs) eat 100% eat proof protection. There are advantages though to having an amputated leg at the hip that do not exist with the eating a friend just to survive. Like, if you have an amputated leg, you can get a sweet bionic leg. Oh, shoot. Imagine the possibilities. You can get a leg with, like, detachable treads. You can uh, be like my good friend Will Parker, who had to get an artificial leg and now... um, Wears it to bars and will let people do shots out of it if they want to. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um. Oh, problem though. If you're going bionic, that leg is going to take over your brain, and you're going to start the robo apocalypse. Yeah, that's true. You're gonna so, you're gonna become a slave to your own leg. Yeah, and it's and just then, gonna want to go on walks all the time. You'll have to take it out. Well, and then you're just going to be really embarrassed because, like, you're going to be enslaving all of humanity, and everybody's like, "Look at this dude!" And you're like, "Sorry, guys, I didn't. I it's it's not. I don't. I I don't. I didn't choose this." Did we hold on? Did we? I've been doing cannibal research, so forgive me if this is a repeat. <laughs> did we discuss the fact that if you have your legs amputated, you could eat your own legs? Um. Well, it's just the one. So you... it's just one. And oh, it's just one. You get to keep clean. Oh, I thought you lose both legs. No, no just it's one. just one. It's a singular. So you, you could, could go. You could go full full metal peg alchemist. <laughs> now, Wait. can I can I also gouge out one of my eyes and get one of those cool, 
you know, spinny, rotatey eyes like in Harry Potter. Uh, I think you can do that in either scenario. Alistair Moody. Um, (laughs) Like, oh, man, it was so rough having to eat my only friend out there in the wilderness. So I I got myself this sweet glass eye as a reminder of how fragile life is. Here's some good news if you're stuck in the uh, eating your friend scenario. Uh, you're halfway done. You're you're stuck. The the <laughs> the uh, the question asker didn't mention it, but I'm pretty sure you also have some bath salts with you, so you could probably Ooh, yeah. you, you probably blame get it on them. up on those, and you'll eat their face, and you'll wake up the next morning and not even realize it. So at that point, you'll be like, "Oh man, I ate my friend's face." Well, well and, and bath salts are legally defensible, right? Like you can just say, yeah, like you can just go into court of, and say, they're, bath they're legal salts. in many states." Uh, you can get bumper reasons. stickers now that say like don't blame me i'm on bath salts <laughs> you it just, just you wipes just walk away your entire room. driving record you walk into the courtroom and say bath salts and then you walk out a free man also uh, i mean you ahead. know if you do go cannibal there's a lot of famous cannibals out there i mean you could start a career out of that probably um usually that's called serial killing i mean make yeah, a career I mean, out of eating people you could be it's the not- next alfred 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 Packard. That's not like, oh, you manage you head next... funds? Oh, I eat people. Yeah, you we could both be the have next careers. Albert Fish. Um, Anyone who's listened to this podcast for any amount of time knows that Jordan's number one ambition in life is to have a Wikipedia article on him. So this so could be a fast track. Eat people, yeah, that's going to get you there. Uh, serious question, though. Do you, do you guys think you could do it? Do you think you could actually, like, eat a person knowing it was a person? Well, here's the problem, and I raw? think... Probably yeah, raw. Yeah, no, no, that's but the problem. Like, I'm I don't know how to it. cook it. How would I cook it? That's what I'm... Um, you might have a flint and tinder. Although I'd imagine oh. if you did, you probably would have, like, eaten something else in your environment first. Well, that's that's not enough. I need, like... If I'm going to eat this dude, I'm going to need some spices. I'm going to need salt and pepper, some cumin. I, you know, like I got to get rosemary but just for a little, like a little bit, just for seasoning. Like I got to get it all in there. Kevin, that's all fluff. If you know how to cook it properly, if you sear that, that, that bad boy just right, it'll probably come out, you know, fantastic. <laughs> See, but I'm not confident uh, enough in my searing skills. I, I really am not. <laughs> Can we contact Bobby Flay and ask him, you know, what, how long do I, how long do I cook a human shin? Let's, for? let's just like, start. Let's just start tweeting celebrity chefs, <laughs> as, asking how to prepare a human body. Yeah, like how long would you let? What what? How long would you marinate a human leg for? What what kind of marinade? You, you go on like balsamic vinegar, Bobby Flay? Is that like what you want to toss in there? Is that what I want to marinate in? Important um, for a podcast. How yeah. do I eat another person? Can we can we deep fry the other person? Um, oh. I'm I'm thinking you're probably beyond a deep fryer if you're waiting to be rescued. But if we deep fried them, unless you're waiting to be rescued by like a carnival truck, if we deep fried them, they probably wouldn't look human anymore. So, that well, that's might help. The, like shrimp if I was still looks like shrimp. It would just be very, no, very it looks like shrimp. And... It looks like a brown blob shaped like a shrimp. It'll look like a brown blob shaped like a human. Yeah, sure. <laughs> With like boots a... on the end. Like a, a delicious battery golem. Oh, well, you're going to use the boots as a garnish, so you're not going to leave those on there. Honestly, the only disadvantage I can see to getting a new leg is that if you get one of the, like, springy ones, then you might kind of be a bit extra bouncy when you run. Otherwise, you're, like, you're cool. You're unique. You're the guy who overcame all odds and did it on his own and won all of the Olympics and got all the ladies. Yeah, but you'll never be as good as that uh, South African guy who's missing both of his legs. That's true. There's always going to be somebody who yeah. Who uh, there's Oscar, always going to be somebody Oscar more disabled. Yeah, there's always going to be stories. somebody more disabled, and he's going to be you know overshadowing you, and you're going to be like, wow, what was it? What was it all for? So if you're going to whereas go, if you if eat someone, you could be like, oh, you lost you lost both legs. I had, I had to eat my best friend. <laughs> if you're going to go that route, you should go all out, chop off both legs, both arms. I don't know, a couple other appendages, so you can know that you are 
the most amputated. And then you will, when you win the Paralympics, you'll be like, look at what I've done without all of these appendages. Um, uh, that like I can't imagine that any any woman is going to feel safe and secure alone with you once you once you drop that knowledge bomb. They're like, hey, honey, these you know these last couple months have been great together. Just so you know, I ate a person once. <laughs> um, how about you spend the rest of your life with me alone in close quarters, <laughs> near near sharp objects and ovens? <laughs> and also, uh, you know, every time that you say like. Oh man, you look delightful. She's gonna be like, "Oh, uh, you look absolutely <laughs> delectable." You look tantalizing. That's what couples say, right? Dress. They just love that. Man. They just love being compared to food. And when you get really hungry, you're like, I could eat an entire human right now, all of it, <laughs> and I would know. All right, we need we need to take a vote on this. Uh, Kevin, which are you going with? I can tell you, I think I'm going to go with the no, the, the leg amputated scenario, um, because that happened all the time to dudes in the Civil War, and they lived pretty boss lives, yeah. and and had some pretty boss facial hair. So I, I feel like once you lose that leg, it's just going to stimulate that facial hair growth, so you're just going to have un, unbelievable facial hair. Yeah, and all that's... of your, your leg hair growing goes to your face. Gets real uh, curly. <laughs> Jordan? Tyler, let's say on this island, you are the one who who has passed on. Uh, do you, in your, in your last breath, your dying words, do you say, Jordan, please eat me? Um, it, I guess if we know that someone's going to be making it, I, I think I think I would. But for now, me, if you... somebody was like, "Hey, please eat me," I think I think that would weird me out on whole other levels. <laughs> Will you, in your in your last dying moments, also like scribble out a little note to your mother, Sandy Crumrine, saying that hey, I love mom, you, mom. I hope I was delicious. <laughs> hey, mom, I I gave Jordan permission to eat me because I was gonna die anyways. So, so you you want me to write you an excuse? Like here, give this her, give this to your gym teacher. Speaking um, of which, when I yeah, die, I'd guys, do I'd do that for you, Jordan. I I think I think that if I knew I was going, I I would be cool with it. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Paralympic then. <laughs> After <laughs> all that, oh wow! Because well, I don't want to. That, so that was just a friendship I, test. The the only the only way I can think of like cooking you is to like you're like. I don't know. It's like I'd have to clean you somehow. Like what you're do respectable. I, I throw you you're in the salt water. You get all briny. You got glasses. You get all briny and pickly, and that'd be I don't know. It'd, be, it'd get gross. So yeah, I just can't think of a good way to cook you on a deserted <laughs> island. Ooh, pickled people's feet. That sounds pretty good. And I am also going to go with amputation because. It's it's the 21st century. We we got robots all over the place. There's there's going to be a new leg out there that's bigger and better and more beautiful and has an artificial con- uh conscience con- conscious? And maybe if artificial, it's a maybe if it's artificial a quintern- intelligence <laughs> and it will con- be my my new my new uh life partner. It'll maybe if it's a uh, Quentin Tarantino or Robert Rodriguez uh you know, film. Maybe it has a gun on it. Yeah, yeah, a little, little uh, grindhouse action for yeah. you. Yeah, L- a so, luscious lady with a leg gun. So thank you so much for your question, Michelle. I hope we answered it adequately. And next time you have to choose between eating a friend and getting your leg amputated, go ahead and get that leg amputated. You're gonna be glad you did. Your your conscience and your new super intelligent leg will both appreciate it. Our next question comes to us from Paul Bench, who wants to know, pizza versus calzone, go. Which uh, is superior? A little Italian pastry for you. Can, well, can, I'm going to tell I, you. Can I just get both? Can I go to Pizza Hut and get the pizzone? Uh, no, that is that is not allowed. Let me tell you a little story. 
I went down to the cafeteria in the basement at uh, the office building where I work, and I bought myself a calzone. I like to call him calzoni, so I bought myself a calzoni. Uh, I I cut a sliver off and bite into it, and what taste should greet me? But broccoli and horseradish, and it was the <laughs> worst eating experience I have ever had in my life. I literally wanted to throw up, but couldn't because then I would have to taste that broccoli and horseradish coming up again. Don't so ever do. Don't ever do that. Don't, why would you? Ah, uh, why would you? Make so it? you're saying a downside of calzones is there's a mis- there's mystery involved. Yes, you can hide that broccoli and horseradish anthrax combo i don't even oh but, it's terrible but kevin kevin i think it's well established uh on this podcast i don't think we brought it up in 30 or 40 episodes but women love mystery that's true so if you're taking a <sighs> fine like lady that, right? out on a date you get that calzone she's gonna be like i don't know what's inside Ooh, it doesn't matter baby we'll discover it together <laughs> oh no it's lady and tramp it. oh, it's, oh our relationship is a lie <laughs> start on either end <laughs> Pizza is good that it's it's full disclosure. You know you know exactly what you're you're in for. Um, Hold another on, can dis. I, can I Go ask ahead. you guys? Neither of you goobers are the types who get a slice of pizza and then fold it up like a calzone, right? No, the, I, the only see, time I've ever done that is when I was in a pizza eating competition with Jordan Venice, and that was only man to of the year, expedite. Jordan Venice. Oh gosh, it was the worst. I ate an entire pizza. And he ate an entire pizza in one slice, and he won. Oh, it was this was a this was a marathon, not a sprint. Correct, yes. But still, I mean, you wanted to get it in there as fast as possible so you could trick your stomach, so it didn't um, know how full you were. I did not you feel fold the next up day? my my pizza into a calzone. But one thing that I do hate about both of these is grease. I don't like a really gle- uh, greasy slice or a really greasy calzone. And I've found that with a piece of pizza, you can kind of like fold it and then just pour the the grease off. Oh, you're not but one of those dabbers, calzone, are you? There's there's always there's always more lurking in some corner somewhere, <laughs> or it's been soaked up by the bread. Like you bite off the corner, and it's it's all gonna it's all gonna just gush out like down your neck into your tie, cover your undershirt. <laughs> you're just an orange mess. Oh, big calzone grease. Big ol' minus uh, for pizza. You get those dabbers who get the whole pile of napkins and they dab down their pizza. Just don't uh, eat a just is... don't eat a pizza at that point. Just buy a salad, which is what you should have done anyway. Just don't don't pretend like you enjoy pizza if you've dabbed it of all of its flavor. Um, let's see what kind of uh, extracurricular uses are there for both of these with pizza. You can make you can make a pizza sandwich. You can take two slices, stick some stick some meat in the middle, and heyo, it's it's a flavor adventure. But with uh, calzones, you can you can nibble off one side. You've got a pocket that you can you can stick some you can stick some French fries in there. No, pour in a little bit of ranch, maybe. Uh, just fill it up with meatballs. Don't go do wild. Hey, is there Tyler? Is there, is there any Pittsburgher version of a calzone yet where? Somebody took a calzone and then opened it up and put French fries and coleslaw inside it. Probably, and then, uh, I and hope then, so. Then the also uh, just a a bottle of beer, just kind of just crammed in there. Well, no, that's the dipping not, sauce. Not poured. The, the dipping just, sauce it comes, is it comes as a a cozy. The dipping sauce is a Pabst Blue Ribbon. They don't. Ju- oh, Tyler. I didn't yeah, even Tyler, realize. I am Tyler is drinking a Pabst Oh my gosh. From that was... one of my um, drag queen roommates uh, art shows. How did you how did you incept that into my brain? That was weird. I just I'm sending sending waves. Um is can we confirm are either of these actually Italian at all? Yeah. Yeah, I think they both are. Maybe like no, pizza is not Maybe Ameri- in the beginning, at one point, like they began their lives as Italian cuisine, uh, and then they sailed across this great, this great Atlantic Ocean to a land of opportunity and calories, and uh, they just got injected with cheese. 
Well, who's well? Who's do you think is is the more who, who stayed true more to the old country? Then I think. Uh, I don't know. I always hear people saying like the original pizza was a soup. No, it wasn't. <laughs> what? That was a, that I was love a soup. I love I love pizza deniers. They're my favorite type of people. Yeah, pizza did <laughs> never exist. They're like dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> a calzone um, is Italian. It is Italian, and it is sometimes known as a stocking uh, or a trouser. No, oh, and no. it's a turnover or folded pizza. Here's here's a big minus of of the calzone. You gotta have you gotta have a peripheral. It's gotta come with its sidekick marinara. Otherwise, that's gonna be just a dry, crusty, disgusting adventure, and you don't want that. So sometimes you're going to get a calzone without marinara and you're going to be like, "What? I just paid $4 for this. Now I have to throw it in the trash." Yeah. Why, why would you, you don't, do that? You don't realize me? that you need to pay extra for like a dipping sauce. Yeah, like, like 25 cents extra. Little or that it just doesn't that exist. Like they're just not going to give it to you. Yeah. They got a whole vat of it back there, but they don't want to share. You can go ahead and dip it in ranch instead of marinara no, though. Why would you That's disgusting. Ranch goes well with everything. No, no it does not. That's that's defamatory and not true. Oh man, uh, Wikipedia just reminded me that calzones are not exclusive. I mean, the concept of them are not exclusive to the Italian culture. I mean, you go to you go to Spain or Mexico, then you got empanadas. <laughs> Since the beginning of time, people have been folding things into bread. In the history of folding things, there have been four things that were folded that were described as the most folded in all of history. Um, Advantage Pizza, it's it's kind of, it's out there. So you pretty much know when it's cooled down. You know, you can like, you can test it. You can, it cools down relatively quickly. Uh, with a calzone, there could be pockets of steam hiding in there you bite in oh ow is that your tongue not anymore it's just one big blister <laughs> Ooh, but minus for pizza though sometimes you get that bite and you just strip off all the cheese whoops it's all gone in one bite and now and i just have the saucy bread of your mouth is gone too yeah um which yeah like then then you just got some saucy bread and that's no good you don't want that whereas the calzone wait what What's the difference between a calzone and a stromboli? Because uh, that's a big stromboli old... is like a kind of like a pinwheel scenario. No, no they're really? formed. They're formed differently. A uh, calzone is literally you take a pizza and you fold, you fold it over it. and then you push the crust together and boom, really? you got a calzone. Uh, whereas stromboli is like a loaf of bread with flavor injected. And also, I think from a cheese standpoint, calzones usually use mozzarella. And if you're being traditional, I think strombolis use ricotta. Or I might have it the other way around. Pepperoni rolls are just lazy. All right, <laughs> Pepperoni we need... rolls are lazy. <laughs> we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what you going with? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with calzone because I love... This is true of strombolis too, but I, I think because calzones are typically smaller, I love the end pieces that like, even though as Tyler mentioned, you got like that like sopping grease, like the calzone structural integrity holds it all in, so it doesn't get it doesn't really get on you. It's if you eat it correctly, you just you know digest it all and it goes through your body and you feel terrible. But so so if you get grease on you from a calzone, you're an idiot and you don't know how to eat things. Right. Well, whereas, I just I like to baby bird all of my food. Just whereas kind of over my with mouth. pizza, I've had too many scenarios <laughs> where I'm like, oh man, this pizza looks great, and then I take a bite and I burn the roof of my tongue on, or not tongue, the roof of my mouth on like super hot cheese, and it sucks. Um, I am going to go with pizza because um. As my my spiritual and culinary guru Kanye West once said, <laughs> "Don't let me into my zone. Don't let me into my zone." And I do believe he meant calzone. So I, I'm gonna stick with pizza. He was asking to be to not be walled into a calzone. Yeah, in there's like actually a... um 
the end of that song is him and he's 300 pounds just <laughs> muttering to himself i'm definitely in my zone don't let me in that zone <laughs> um i gotta go with calzone because if you're eating that on a date you can each start at one end you meet in the middle with a kiss just like lady in the tram uh, you can still mess. do that with pizza. One of you is just gonna have to. It's gonna have to be stuffed crust, <laughs> so you can do that that dough. pizza campaign. Uh, people who have stuffed crust pizza and eat the crust first, I don't like you. Yeah, don't do, that. Don't, just, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. I really want a blog. I think this would be simultaneously the most adorable and hilarious thing in the world of a couple that just goes to different styles of food restaurants, <laughs> gets the number one thing on their menu, and then just lady in the tramps it. No matter what it is, Subway sandwich, uh, pasta, calzone, just go to town. Someone please do that. Then write a review of the experience. Just, there's, yeah, probably, there's probably a Tumblr for that already. You just have like a meatloaf. You're just both <laughs> nibbling on the ends of a meatloaf. How's it going to uh, work with soup? Uh, straws. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to have one of those crazy straws with all the bends and, and loop-de-loops. I don't know if you can make a straw that starts in the middle and then goes two ways. You kind of have to fight for it. You wouldn't be sharing any saliva. Anyway, next time, Paul Bench, you have to choose between a piece of pizza or calzone. Go ahead with that calzone because it's it's got pockets. Just get some get some trousers. Our next question comes to us from Murph Murphy, who wants to know, would you rather be a competent and cool but evil villain like Scar from The Lion King? Or a bumbling but lucky hero, like Jacques, Clouse- Jacques Clouseau? Clouseau from the Pink Panther? Yeah, Inspector Clouseau. Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panther. Go. Cool bad guy or bumbling hero? Well, uh, I mean, no matter how cool you are, you're always, I mean, unless this is like a, some kind of weird Coen Brothers movie, you're always going to lose. Uh, so no matter how cool and suave and collected you are, you're never going to get the, the props for that because you're always going to lose and get outsmarted. And yeah, and you're going to be outsmarted by that bumbling hero. Right. Like, oh, you're going so to lose to Brendan worse. Fraser every time. <laughs> like he Headline has it in the next his contract day, that he has to win. Lovable idiot defeats awesome guy. I, I, uh, that would be terrible. That and... I mean, if you're going to be a cool, suave, and collected bad guy, you're going to have to have some sort of a pet. And then you're going to have to deal with, you know, excrement pickup. And you're going to have to pay for food. You're going to have to pay for some sort of lodging. And when you're not around, you're going to have to pay for some kind of kennel or daycare type situation. That's going to run you up a lot of money and time. If you're a bumbling hero, though, chances are you have a pet that takes care of you. Like an ape named Ape. Right. That you know, like in the in the shadows or in the background is always You know what out. though you know what movie I feel like really exemplifies this question? Do tell. National Treasure. <laughs> I thought you said two towers, Tyler. You're like, how, two towers. How, <laughs> how bumbling is, is Nick Cage though? Nick Cage is bumbling in every movie he's in. Yeah, and, I would have and to Sean Sean Bean is literally the coolest villain ever. That's true. Uh, yeah, he's always he's always trying to take the ring from National Treasure from Nick Cage. Um, he's always hitching rides. It's, uh, he's going uh, after those golden eyes. Declaration well, of Independence. Bond, if Bond villains have shown us anything, it's that you can have a pretty good run. Like <clears> those guys are are pretty popular with the ladies. They've got henchmen. That's always a plus. Ooh, like henchmen. maybe it's a shorter life, and maybe half of your life is spent in prison. But you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have lived. You'll have really lived. Whereas with the bumbling hero, like, yeah, maybe you'll save the day, but chances are everyone's like, you're gonna be like, oh him, <laughs> not not you know, no one's gonna give yeah, you the key but... to the city because they know you're just gonna use it to like. Unlock the sandwich shack at the middle of the night. Yeah, but uh, as got the munchies. Uh, as the bad guy, shack. as the bad guy, you're never gonna get the girl. 
never. And well, the, you're gonna. You may not get. Her. You may not get the girl, but you will get girls. Yeah, but she's probably terrible because she's probably also ambiguously evil as well. So the good guy, though, he's gonna get. Uh, he's gonna undeservedly get some inexplicably attractive woman. Uh, who, even though this guy is incredibly bumbling, sees him as charming or some yeah. Some this BS is this like is that. classic Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, um, whose only purpose in those movies is to be hot and for some reason be attracted to him. Old stubby thumbs. Hey, somebody's got to lay on the hood of cars, okay? Like that that has to happen Sentient in every cars. Movie. Someone has to make out on the hood of a living car while other living cars watch. Man, that's that's a terrible like if you were a living car and you had Shia LaBeouf making out on you, I think oh, I would man. drive myself off a cliff. And them, thank you. Yeah. I th- um, I'd take one for the team. <laughs> drive man. them both into a gorge. Being uh, that swab villain is gonna be so fulfilling. Like, you know, when you talk about, like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you're going to be at the tippity-top. You're going to be at self-actualization or whatever is at the top there. Because, like, you're going you're gonna to be so satisfied with yourself. You had this awesome 12-step plan. You executed it all right. And somehow some dude screwed it up. But you know what? You did what you set out yeah. to do. And you can look yourself in the mirror. A the hard day's day. work is its own reward. Yeah. And you get to call people by numbers instead of names. Haven't henchmen like that? Oh, 12. Why don't you get over here? Make me a Mai Tai. Not so also, strong this time. your <laughs> secret base. One, you have secret bases, which oh, are yeah. awesome. Yeah. And they, two, they all have escape hatches. And that's also cool. Yeah. Well, multiple escape hatches, too. Right. There's never just one. Yeah. And it, maybe your plans keep getting foiled, but you could be one of those villains who, you know, like, constantly lives to fight another day. Yeah, you could be you could be Ernst Blofeld. You get a cat, the stroke, and no one ever sees your face. You just have shots of you petting a, a cat. Or you could be Ernest and save Christmas. That's pretty good. Yes, he's a bumbling hero. <laughs> he yeah. is. Although that dude had a doctorate in like mathematics or particle physics. Yeah, he was or like a like Shakespearean that. actor, I think. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. He well, yeah, he was like super smart or something. I don't know. He is. Um, was. Is he dead? He's dead. Is he dead? Oh, poor oh, guy. Bummer. Jim Varney, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. man. Well. But let's not sell short luck, too. Because the one thing that these bumbling heroes have for them is just unbelievable amounts of luck. Like, they, they huff four-leaf clovers every morning. <laughs> just do a line. And you're going you're gonna to have, like, Mr. Magoo-level luck here. Oh, where you gosh. just kind of like walk blind towards a construction site and, you know, make it to the other side unscathed. And, no, not only do you make it to the other side unscathed, you also built the building while you were bumbling through it. <laughs> you put up the, the struts, you dug the foundation, and now and it's productivity improved threefold that day. <laughs> Thank you, blind man who walked uh, through our construction site. Can, can you classify the drunken master as a bumbling hero? I'd say so, yeah. Because getting tanked and saving the day would be a pretty awesome thing. Like, oh, I saved the whole world and I was totally blitzed. Best day ever. I don't know, though. Those villains. Those villains are always much more attractive than the bumbling heroes. Bumbling heroes are maybe like a college bro who got magic shoes like but best case scenario tyler we already <laughs> established that that's as... that's my movie i'm writing that's the right, screenplay uh, i'm working on but we already bro. we already I'll, established i'll, I'll shop though, it with that, you guys uh, later yeah go ahead jordan we already established though that as the as the bumbling hero you'll get the hot babe girlfriend anyways so why do looks matter well yeah, you're maybe babe. Hold up, though. You might be so bumbling that you can't capitalize on that. She's like, oh, let's go back to my place. And you're like, I have my own place. I don't need to go back there. Uh, my bed's more comfortable. Hey, See you, hey you want to come up for coffee? No, it's real late. I get That's coffee. It. it would keep me awake. I'm going to go to bed. Plus, I'd have to pee a whole bunch. And Who wants to do that? You're going to be great at rebounds, though, because, you know, bumbles bounce. <laughs> Nailed it. Not as good as Weebles Wobble. (laughs) But they don't fall down. No, never. All right, we need to take a vote on this one. Uh, 
I am going to go ahead and go with the bumbling hero, because as much as I hate to be dummy-go-lucky, at least you're saving the day. I mean, supervillains are cool and all, but I, I, I don't want to... I'm going to go insane or get really sad at some point after if I keep getting foiled, <laughs> especially by those meddling kids. And that dog. Kevin? I gotta go. I gotta go. Suave, calculated supervillain. Because at the end of the day, excuse me, <laughs> it's getting emotional. I got real choked up. <laughs> no, at the end of the day, with the the bumbling hero, you live a life of solitude. It's just you and your bumble. <laughs> with with the calculated villain, you've got henchmen. You've got number twos and number threes and number ones. You're giving, you know, and like these people want to work for you. You're giving them health insurance. You're giving them dental, maybe even vision. These guys are gonna, these guys are gonna be on your side. It's gonna be way more fulfilling. Jordan, do you guys know that one of uh, Jim Varney's last movies was the fourth installment, the fourth and final installment in the Three Ninjas saga, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, where he played. Uh, he played a character called Lothar Zog. And was he a bubbling hero or was he a supervillain? Uh, yeah, he was the right-hand man of the villain who I believe was played by Hulk Hogan. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm going with uh, villains, not for any of the reasons you guys listed, but because, how about this for some, some logic? Uh, that bumbling hero, he's going to survive and uh, go on to live a long, you know, sad, depressing life. Probably die in a, a nursing home. The villain, though, <laughs> in... I mean, he's so you're saying he's going to have, he's gonna have like, his hero's letterman jacket that he just wears to the bar all the time? Yeah, exactly. Remember, is that one time he saved the planet? The villain, though... He's going to get killed when his secret base, like, explodes in a fantastic fashion. He'll die young, and I've been told that only the good die young. So, which of these two characters is truly good? Um, I think the one who, who isn't a mass murderer, but... Uh, which one got murdered? Hey there, Aristotle. You nailed it. So, thank you so much for your question, Murph. And next time you have to choose between the competent and cool evil villain or the bumbling and lucky hero, go ahead with that super villain cuz you're going to you're going to have cronies and a glorious death. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll have a viking funeral. I don't know. Just just make sure you leave a will for old Henchy. So our next question comes to us from C.J. Zimmerman, who wants to know, would you rather have a death notebook or a Scribblenauts notebook? Go. And so this is the, I don't, are you guys familiar with oh, yeah. the hit Japanime Death Note? I'm familiar enough to know that the death notebook, if you write down Correct me if I'm wrong. You write down somebody's name in it and they'll die? Or is it... Yes. Can... Here are the rules of a death note. The what? human whose name is written in this notebook shall die. This notebook will not take effect unless the writer has the subject's face in their mind when writing his or her name. Therefore, people sharing the same name will not be affected. If the cause of death is written within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, it will happen. If the cause of death is not specified, the person will simply die of a heart attack. And after writing the cause of death, the details of the death should be written in the next six minutes and 40 seconds. Or you can have the Scribblenauts notebook, which is a notebook where you can write down anything in it, and that object or animal or person will materialize in front of you. But you're limited to not the... writing down anything dirty because it's a kid's game. So For the Nintendo DS, and they got so you clean. can't you can't just be... You can't be, like, writing down poop monster, and then, like, a monster appears and starts shooting poop everywhere. That, that, the Scribblenauts oh, notebook the, will not help you. The poop scenario. monster is not made of poop? He is shooting poop? Um, it is a monster made of poop, and it, akin to a dragon breathing fire, 
it will open its stinky maw and shoot poo, liquid poo, all over you. Uh, I don't think we can keep this a clean podcast anymore. Boy, I that, to yeah, we're gonna have to, to slap explicit. the old ma on there, the explicit rather. Oh, all right. that was explicit imagery. Advantage Death Note, you're gonna be in high demand, man. Every military in the world's gonna want you. You're gonna be able to take out people, uh, just left and right. Just got a picture of their face. Oh, hey there, Osama. I've Obama got you first, but uh, I would have had you too. Uh, disadvantage Death Note. It looks like every other notebook ever. And uh, let's say, oh man, I want to write. I want to write a love letter to my special lady. Let me just grab some paper stock to do that. All right, dear Ingrid. Dear Ingrid, uh, shoot, wait, which book am I writing in? Oh no, Ingrid! Uh, Why did I write Ingrid hit by a bus in my love letter? Oh no, she died of a heart attack. So that is a disadvantage. Died of a broken heart. Because there's no way you can put a strip of tape on there. If you quickly Warning death notebook. Or what if you tore out a page from the death note? Is it is it binding as soon as you wrote it, or does it have to remain in the book? Um, I think you can tear it out. See, yeah, this is the reason I haven't watched the anime. I do, I, or at least when Death Note was popular, I watched a lot of anime, and I heard the I heard the premise back then. This was like six or seven or eight years ago. I don't know, and I was just like, man, that's a that's a pretty cool concept for a movie, and now that I was informed it was like a at least 26 episode long series. And I was like, how do you drag out a, a series that the, the premise is, oh, it's a book, and you write people's names in it, and they die. Well, I think it's, uh, it's a comedy, right? You know, there's all sorts of hilarious hijinks that happen. Like, he misspells people's names, he forgets what their faces are like, or, like, he imagines them with a mustache... <laughs> like you know there's some kind of like some kind of gag where a mariachi band keeps showing up and he's like oh man you guys i'm gonna kill you someday. Yeah, how, how accurate is this death note let's say hypothetically um you have the death note and you have been uh transported teleported into the star trek episode that has spock and evil spock with the goatee uh and you need to kill <laughs> evil spock um, so you write down, which Evil Spock presumably has the same name as Good Spock. We just call him Evil Spock because he is demonstrably evil. Now, you write down Spock's name in the Death Note, and you are imagining Spock with a beard. But, like, is the Death Note accurate enough to know that, like, even though they have the same face, just one has a goatee? Like, can, can you trust the Death Note to focus on that goatee? Or... Like, man. Another you know, line of text God forbid, actually appears. What if, what if you, like, are thinking about, ah, oh, man, evil Spock has a goatee. It's just Spock with a goatee. And then you're, like, thinking about Spock instead of Spock with a goatee. And you suddenly killed real Spock. You well, have to put in parentheses the one that doesn't like sandwiches. <laughs> and then it knows it's evil Spock. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, you got to be real specific with this Death Note. So what if you're, like... Oh, shoot. Was that girl, did she have the dimple on her left cheek or her right cheek? And it's like, oh, well, you got it wrong. So yeah. now she's there's, not dead. I, don't, I think there's a no gentleman way. never uses a death note on a lady. There, Love there's notes, no not way death you're notes, ever going to be able to kill Cindy Crawford because you can't remember <laughs> where that mole is on her face. Ooh, that is a problem. In today's day and era, so much plastic surgery. Right. Once you have a mark, they're just going to keep switcherooing. Although, if you... If you just watch a lot of CNN. You see conflicts around the world. You could be, you could be a superstar. You could be a god. I forget what just, was the other down option. Those, those what was the other option other than oh, the death note? Scribble note. Scribble note. <laughs> scribble knots. Scribble knots notebook. So uh, scribble knots notebook would be pretty cool because you can have approximately anything. Yeah, <laughs> as you can long summon. As it you fits can, within a DS's memory. You can summon Batman in that game. Well, the problem again with the with the the Scribblenauts notebook is specificity. Like, if you suck at drawing, you're like, oh, that was supposed to be a tank. So, well, no, you, don't have to draw. you just have to write it. It's script, and you can also oh. use adjectives like purple Ooh. tank. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's it's one of those Peter Parker with great power comes great responsibility because 
if you let your imagination run a little too wild, you can be like, oh, man, I'm going to write down T-Rex. And, like, boom, there's a T-Rex in front of you. Yeah. Anytime you try and, like, summon some kind of dinosaur or something that you think will be super cool and your best friend, it always tries to eat you. A lot of the things, you see, you can create stuff, but it doesn't necessarily bend to your will. It's going to have a mind of its own. Well, right. So you like can say, I like, summon... beautiful lady, but she's going to snub you just like everyone else. Right. Like, if I say, like, Morgan Freeman and then uh, a beautiful Italian dinner, uh, he's not going to want to have dinner with me. He's, he's gonna not going like... to lady and tramp with you. Right. He's just going to be like, <laughs> he, no matter how many times you tell him, it's for your blog. <laughs> I have things to narrate. I have to go. Um, I prefer not to choose to eat this arbitrary piece of spaghetti. Well, I think uh, it's the creation-destruction discussion. Would you rather be able to like have unbridled creativity, or would you rather be able to take apart this world at its, its very seams? You know, destroy oh. its leaders, institute yourself as king. Oh, take it apart. Because I'm not that imaginative of a person. Like, eventually I'm going to run out. Like, uh, uh, what about a sandwich with pastrami and capicola? Like, oh, that's true. That's you can, all I got. You can only um, summon the world's cutest hedgehog so many times before eventually it gets boring. <laughs> and I think there's a, a great danger to using that Scribblenauts notebook, one that might not be readily apparent. I mean, you're creating matter out of nothing. That energy or matter had to come from something so yeah that matter wreaking some type of you know dangerous apocalyptic like dark energy dark matter you know you could be really causing a strain on the universe by you know creating that nintendo wii out of nothing so yeah well and yeah th- and then you're gonna get a call from the universe it's like look we need to talk here buddy you gotta you gotta tone this down and nobody wants also, to get called by what that. happens <sighs> if you write down the Scribblenauts, you, in the Scribblenauts notebook, you write down Scribblenauts notebook? Or uh, you can't notebook. wish for more wishes. Nah, that's that's against the rules. What about if you write death notebook in the Scribblenauts notebook? Then it's just going to give you like a really heavy metal uh, trapper keeper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be uh, real cool, so it's probably worth doing. <laughs> what so, about... yeah, that should definitely be the first thing you write down. What if you write down death notebook in the death notebook? Um, then it and you're thinking of flames. the notebook. <laughs> what if I? Oh, huge plus of the death notebook. Presumably, if you write down a person's name that doesn't exist but you'd like to exist, then it would bring them to life and then kill them instantly. So you're like, what if? <laughs> so do nothing. If, oh, and what, if you what were if trapped William on sh- deserted, if you're trapped on deserted island, then you could eat that person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you're like, oh, man, what if William Shatner and Shia LaBeouf had a kid? How annoying that kid would be. I would love to see that kid die in a horrible way. Boom. That notebook's got your back. It's like, or you look. could just kill Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, boy, that would be Oh, nice. wait, he listens to this podcast. Sorry, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, sorry, um, buddy, but you're the worst. Uh, Scribblenauts notebook, though, you could also summon a person to eat on that deserted island. Or you could just, <laughs> just summon, third party. Like, food. Yeah, well, no. Um, so, see, I think a big disadvantage, though, is with the Scribblenauts notebook, if you make anything cool or anything large, people are going to start to key in on that. They're going to know something's up. Either they're going to think you're stealing, or they're going to know that you have some kind of magic to you. Whereas with the Death Notebook, like, it's untraceable. No one's no one's going to be able to connect it to you. You're, you're just going to be the... Uh, the the horror that journals in the night. <laughs> um, but problem with the Scribblenauts, though, uh, even if you're like, oh, write down like sweet mansion that I can live in with four I bedrooms. Just gonna, I thought you were going to go sweet man cave. Sweet man cave. <laughs> who man with, with a man town candle. Uh, you know, sweet mansion with eight bathrooms and four baths. Uh, or wait whatever wait eight bedrooms and four baths like it's still just gonna look like a cartoon like it's gonna look all oh, cartoon yeah. And be like uh, yeah everything I does mean, look guess... real cartoony yeah, like, <laughs> if it's still uh, in the scribblenauts art this. style like oh this is a really cool cardboard cutout of that thing i wanted yeah oh look at that beautiful lady who's just kind of looks like the woman from kathy 
Hey, Kathy was beautiful. She seems happy to see me, though. What's <laughs> All right. Oh no, yeah. she's all flustered. Uh, <laughs> she has to buy shoes. This is a hilarious situation. She has a fiance who doesn't have any lines. Uh. Um. All right. We need to go ahead and take a vote. Uh, Jordan. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, Scribblenauts notebook, despite the fact that it will only create uh cartoony apparitions um i could still use that to make pokemon so it'll Mm. it'll all work out well that's true kevin um i think i'm gonna go death notebook because there are just so many people that i wish existed so i could see them die and there's just so many more so many more uh Reality bending scenarios, you know, you could write reality that. TV scenarios. Yeah, there's you so many cast members of the Jersey Shore that I could kill. All of those live casts of American Idol just dropping like flies. Sorry, Ryan. By the way, sorry, CeeLo, but oh no, I wouldn't kill CeeLo. His head looks like a peanut. That's true. and I find it very funny. He's the closest to a Muppet we have. Is it? Is it just me? Like I can't look at CeeLo Green without just chuckling. Just like anything he does or wears, it's just like, oh, CeeLo, you're a funny fellow. And I am going to go ahead and go with the scribble note. Wait, what? no, I'm not. <laughs> I just started one and meant to say the other. There you go. I'm going to go ahead and go with the death notebook because there are so many wrongs out there need to be righted. And I'm just the kind of guy to do it. I, I think. I don't know. I like TV a lot. So... Thank you so much for your question, CJ. And next time you have to choose between a magical death note or a Scribblenauts notebook, go ahead with that death note because you've, you've earned some vengeance. So thank you so much for joining us. As ever, if you'd like to send a question into the show, you can email us at ninjasversuspodcast, that's versus vs, no period, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. We <laughs> sorry, I just saw in the uh, the chat that um, Kevin typed hoopa doop and <laughs> I there it is. <laughs> couldn't focus. Uh, you can go on Facebook and see excellent comments like that from us on <laughs> things that we post there. Uh, you can get updates about the show and chat with us. Maybe Kevin. He got his one post of the year in already, but who knows if he'll come back. Uh, well, I was uh, I was going to post something last week, and then I didn't. So there you go. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, at Ninjas vs. Podcast, or tweet with the MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Yeah, I'm actually, there's a fair amount here. I have to sift through them all. Well, pick a tweet of the week and then give us some highlights. Uh... I, I know he always going to Toya, but Toya... He did explain his comment from last week. Yeah, Toya has just the most interesting tweets that... Because I I have a I have, I have, have a debilitating condition that I can only remember one week's worth of podcast. So now that we have recorded this week's podcast, I've completely forgotten everything about yep. the prior weeks. But Toya said, hashtag NVP, you can sell that jelly providing funds for all your family. <laughs> you guys um like... oh gun that shoots jelly oh the jelly gun oh the... <laughs> that all makes sense now <laughs> i forgot about that oh, uh let's see what that. else uh holly stansbury had a party with uh her friend elise uh to listen to mvp and she it's always good hashtags that she really wants to see the harrison ford football game <laughs> very um, nice yeah, I don't know. We have, we have cool listeners. Uh, Jeffrey Lawton said... <laughs> uh, he had a YouTube link here. He says, learn your heart out, Ninja vs. Podcast fans. Also, Oh, yeah, he the, did the a bees. video on the uh, the secret mating habits of bees. And oh, it's wow. glorious. <laughs> Come on, Jordan. Get with the program. I don't I, use the Twitter. Am I, am I the only member of this podcast who has not met Jim Jam Lawton in person? Yeah, yeah, he's you pretty are. much the oh, best. Oh man, oh, shoot, I gotta get with that. Uh, you can also find us at ninjas versus podcast. That's E R I C 
T-O-R-I-B-I-O.com. And you can see streaming for our episodes, images that I put up. I did find a picture of Harrison Ford holding a football. It's pretty great. Uh, and you can also see our excellent spam comments. Uh, two spam comments this week. One is on episode 10, four score and 20 drinks ago from Montclair Jackets. And he said, LOL, stirs academic institutions argument. <laughs> Uh, that's true. and we also had one from van mac who says would anyone who has been a piece on the program from the beginning mind sending me copies on the prior letters i'm signed up now but unfortunately did not hear of the until now many 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 thanks in advance <laughs> so i'm gonna have to to just write out the transcript of a couple of these episodes and and mail them to old van that's worth it uh, thank you so much to uh, everyone who has liked us on Facebook, everyone who's been rating us and reviewing us on iTunes. That really is how uh, more people find out about the show, and we really appreciate anyone who does that. Uh, it's gotten to the point now, I was looking at the page, over half of the people who like us on Facebook are not personal friends of ours, which wow. is just really, really cool. So uh, thank you so much, however you find the show. Uh, if you want to leave a comment on how you found the show or join in the discussion, we're more than happy to have you. But, yeah, it makes us feel real good. Hey, and Tyler. It, yes. How's that sampler coming? Sampler is coming together all right. Things things are busy at the theater. Um, but it's going to go quicker the, the more people help me to pick out uh, good goofs to include in it. Also, a shout-out to, tw- uh, to Tony at the 76th street podcast uh he gave us a very nice review and sent us a message to our facebook saying that he loves the show thinks it's really funny uh they've got a show where it's just kind of a bunch of friends hanging around shooting the breeze very funny very casual feel go ahead and check them out and as ever check out sparrows and crows they do our uh, outro song ultraviolet bliss and animal tropical they do our intro song 20 miles which I posted the full uh, version of that song on the Facebook today. Wait, and Tyler, so, that's just that's not just us singing at the No, it is not just us singing. Oh. It's a real band. I was so confused. I thought it was just us. And so our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus SpongeBob go. Well, here's the thing. Ninjas, on the one hand, and George Hampy of www.georgehampy.com, who loves Spongebob, on the other, I have to choose ninjas, because... <laughs> Suck it, George. Their, their acting is superior. I'm sorry, George, but... It's true. Uh, I'm also going to... Actors. I'm going to vote ninjas as well, because as much as I love Spongebob, uh, his one weakness, I mean, he can take a lot of you know, blunt force trauma because he's a sponge, but I mean, you can cut that sponge with a katana real easy, so. Uh, so. Ninjas don't use katanas. <laughs> and I am going to go with SpongeBob because, you know, ninjas may have those katanas and they may have throwing stars, they don't but <laughs> they are Some still. Kunai. There's still no match for some good old-fashioned karate. So thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time... Go get yourself some McGriddles. (laughs) McGriddles? Yeah, McGriddles. McGriddles are delicious. I love Is that our new product endorsement? McGriddles. Ba da ba ba ba, McGriddles. McGriddles it. Have a summer party. I'm putting syrup on a pancake and then making a sandwich. Where we out dance it. out in the sun. Oh, All right. So good. Is it, have either of you guys made a full size McGriddles? Oh, like, like, what is that? I don't know. Oh, like with a real pancake. We'll that would be real disgusting. pancakes and like a whole bunch of sausage links. Make like so four eggs, scrambled eggs, like thrown all together, and then it's like disgusting. Slice it up and eat it. We'll hit the ground.
Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss You guys are so multicultural. It was delicious. Wow, go back in a minute. City. Oh man, that's so cool. You can go get different types of food wherever you want. Hey, Kevin, you live in New York City. Kevin, are you jealous <laughs> of this city slicker over oh, here? Oh man, I wish I could go get Ethiopian food whenever I wanted and not have to drive anywhere and take public transportation and have lots of amenities. All Kevin's got is the bodega. Hey, oh bodegas. No, my the bodega right next to me is not a real bodega because it closes at like 10 p.m. It is a faux dega. <laughs>